How you respond to what you cannot control. Gas prices, politics, life events, challenges in life. Let, let me say this to you. The enemy of your soul, and look at me, you have one. This is a real deal. And you cannot fight him by yourself. You need the help and strength of God. But the enemy of your soul is an emotional wreck. He is. And he wants you to be one too. So he's going to do everything he can to draw your attention to all the things that you cannot control. And you need to know this. What do I do with the things I can't control? Trust God. Okay, you ready for your pop quiz? What do you do with things you cannot control? There you go. God gives you the strength. He gives you the peace. He gives you the joy that you need. But if you don't respond right to the things you cannot control, you will give up your peace and you will give up your joy and you will drain off your strength. It is so vital that faith, strength, connection to keep you stable in the days we're in. If you're still with me, say amen today. Amen. Look at this in Psalm 94, verse 13. In the Amplified Bible, you reference God, you may give him, that's you, the power to keep himself calm in the day of adversity. I want to read it again. You may give him power to keep himself calm, stable in the day of adversity. Look at me, church. God will give you the power to keep yourself calm in the day of adversity. Now, whether you take it or not, that's on you. But God will give you, I want you to hear it. God will give you the power to keep yourself calm in the day of adversity. Amen. You're looking at me, but I know you hear me. One of my favorite quotes is by Elizabeth Elliot. I won't go into her whole story, but it's incredible. She said this, the secret is Christ in me, not me in a different set of circumstances. Why don't we read that together? The secret is Christ in me, not me in another set of circumstances. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So here's the spiritual battle. That's the spiritual battle. God is giving us strength. God is giving us what we need. Are we going to keep it? Are we going to trust God or do we drain this off? And here is what activates spiritual strength. You ready? So I've got something I cannot control. I've got something that is challenging. I've got something that is undesirable. Here's what you need to do, know, and say. You ready? So what am I going to do this with this? I will trust God. Read it with me. I will trust. So if you have something going on and I ask you, well, what are you going to do? Come on. I will trust God. So don't just tell me. Don't just tell others. Then you need to tell him. So then you will say, I will trust you, Lord. Let's try that one. I will trust you, Lord. Now, this may be too basic for some of y'all, but I'm telling you what, this is where the rubber hits the road, y'all. Hear me. 
So leave those up on the screen if you would. So you're going through something. You're facing something. Let, let me just see. Am I making that up or is anybody here going through something facing anything? Okay, okay good. I'm at the right place today. Well, what are you going to do? And then your next step is to do this. I will trust you, Lord. And then you need to stay it. Lord, I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. I trust you. Sometimes that's all you need to be saying is, God, I trust you. You're, you're going into surgery. You're going into this. You're going into that. You're going to whatever. Lord, I trust you because he can see more than you can. He knows more than you can. He's got you. He's got everything that is needed. Put your trust in him. That's going to keep you strong. That's going to keep you stable. That's going to keep you together. That's going to get you all the way through with some peace and some joy. Amen. The psalmist said in Psalm 56, 3, watch this. He said, whenever I am afraid, I will trust in you. Whenever I am afraid, I trust in you. You know, sometimes people tell us, well, don't be afraid. How many of you, though, still sometimes get afraid? So what do you do whenever you are afraid? I will trust in you. Look further down in, in Psalm 56, verse 11. It says, in God I have put my trust. I will not be afraid. So look what happens. I put my trust in God. Actually, let me read one more verse for you. Isaiah 12, 2. Surely God is my salvation. I will trust and not be afraid. The Lord, the Lord himself is my strength and my defense. He has become my salvation. So watch what happens here. I put my trust in God. That's what we're talking about. And guess what? I'm not afraid. But sometimes I slip and slide. Now I'm afraid. Whenever, whenever I'm afraid, I put my trust in you. And when I have my trust in you, I'm not afraid. And sometimes I get my eye off the ball, I get a wheel off the track, and I'm afraid. Catch yourself. Have, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. You know it. You feel it. Your body gives you signs. You're afraid. And whenever I am afraid, what do I need to do? I put my trust in you. And when I keep my trust in you, I'm not afraid. And if I find myself afraid, I don't have to lie about that. I don't have to act all tough or, no, I'm not afraid. No, I am afraid. And so I'm going to put my trust in you. I almost got a dance going on here for you. I'll get the rest of the steps for next, next week. You have to trust that God is our source. God is the source of our strength. God will supply all the strength that we need. Do you believe that? Do you, no, really, do you really believe, no matter what you would be going through, I spoke with family members last week, going to go through grief now, and was able to tell them, God will be everything that you need. I did not say every day is going to be great. Days are going to be tough. But God will be with you. God will be your strength. God will get you through this. I talked to somebody before first service, and they've got some very concerning medical news, and they're going to find out some more this week. Where are they at? They're afraid. They're afraid. And I told them, and I said, listen real close to the message today. Here's what you need to do. Put your trust in God. What is that trust? That God has what I need, that God will see me. God will not forsake me. God will get me through. So do you believe 
that God will be your strength? Do you, got, do you believe that God has enough strength for you for whatever you would be facing? I believe that we believe that, but this is what we also need to know. That we've got to fix our leaks. Because sometimes we have all that we need and we lose it. We leak it out. We misspend it. Um, I don't know why this marked me so much, but it's fifth or sixth grade. I grew up in Leesburg, and we went to the Lake County Fair in Eustis. Now, we went a lot of years, but we went this one year, and I remember this the first time. My mom gave me $5, y'all. Come on. Can't hide the money, y'all. $5. And let me go off on my own. I felt like a big shot. Skinny little me with five bucks. Walking through the midway of the fair. And all of a sudden, where all the games are and stuff. Well, anyway, when it came time to eat, I didn't have any money. Five bucks was a lot back then. But I didn't have any money left. Because I was trying to win a, a giant gorilla, stuffed gorilla. I was, I was trying to win a sterling silver ID bracelet. And so little me walking down the midway, and there's what they call barkers. They have all the games and stuff. And they'd lean out. Hey, kid. Yeah, you. You look like a winner. <laughs> That's where my $5 went. <laughs> Try it again. You were so close. Nobody wins. Are you all with me? I had the supply. I had more than enough. And I gave it away. I wasted it. I lost it, so to speak. How many of you know that God gives us the strength that we need? Hey, kid. <laughs> and we find ways that we give it up, that we lose it, that we leak it out of our lives. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 1 says, Therefore we must pay much closer attention to what we have heard, lest we drift away from it. The translator marginal notes say this, run out as leaking vessels. We've got to stop the leaks. Folks, we've got to stop the leaks. We've got to stop giving away the strength, because when you give away the strength, you know what goes with it, peace and joy, and a bunch of other things ebb out of our life. Three times David used this phrase, how the mighty have fallen. We're living in a day, all of us have seen the mighty fall. The Bible warns us, take heed lest when you think you stand, that you fall. It's very important that we pay, as Hebrews said, much closer attention to things so that we're not leaking off, giving away the strength, the peace and joy that God would give us for these days. Samson, you remember him in the Bible. Samson was blessed by God certain times and events to have this incredible strength come to him. But he was lulled. He was lulled into compromise. He was lulled into carelessness. And get this, he gave away the secret of his strength. In Proverbs chapter 5 and in chapter 8, we find a young man who is who lacks understanding, the scripture says. And a wayward woman, an immoral woman, and hold on, I'll come back to her in a moment. He was distracted by her, 
led astray, seduced away by her, and in the end gave away his strength. Not only gave away his strength, he gave away his honor and, and everything else. Now let me talk about who that wayward woman is. It's a metaphor, y'all, and it can mean whatever it is in your life that distracts you, that steals your energy, that steals your time, that tries to draw you away. And you're all looking like, oh, I don't have anything like that in my life. Oh, yeah, you do. And you need to understand that, and you need to pay attention to that. For some of you, you know what it is. It's your stinking phone. No, stinking is not a new brand. It is being leveraged by very smart people to distract you, to get your time, to get your money. And that's why I cannot have my phone right by me when I do my morning devotions. I've told you this recently. Studies show you're going to pick up your phone just to check it 96 times a day. No joke. And then if you go to find anything else on your phone that, you know, I'm going to look up Tuesday's weather in Albuquerque. But then I decide, oh, look over here. Monkeys are so cute. And then you start checking this and that, and you know it's going to go from happy to dark. And the same studies show this, that once you go off your intended target to look at something, you will be gone 20 minutes. And so that's why I've gone back to leather, paper, and ink, folks, for my morning devotions. Because, and it can be all harmless stuff, but you know what? It has pulled me way over here. And where I'm supposed to be drawing strength, and gaining peace and joy, I'm looking at monkeys. <laughs> and man, my kids would love this. That, that is so funny. Ha, 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 LOL, LOL, and send it. <laughs> it could be a refrigerator, it could be a, a hobby. It could be the television that you just can't pull yourself away from. My wife and I have had some people, and I'm not uncovering anybody, but we've had some people come to us, ask for prayer, seriously. They said that during COVID and during lockdown and all of that, they developed a shopping, an online shopping habit. And they're just buying things for the thrill of, I think I might need that one day. And it can be delivered tomorrow. And you don't feel it because you're not shelling any. You just click. You've placed your order. Congratulations. Five bonus points. Yes. And it comes the next day and it's like, this thing doesn't even smell right. And buyer's remorse. And, and I'm not really making light of it. I'm telling you, folks, we have all of these, get, get ready for this, wayward women, this immoral draw that's pulling us away. And you know what we end up doing? Giving away our strength. Real quick, Proverbs 5, verse 8. Here's what the Bible says regarding her. Sorry, ladies, it's a her. It could be a him, okay? Stay away from her. Don't go near the door of her house. 
Here's the principle, ready? The long way is better than the wrong way. Come on, say it. The long way is better than the wrong way. I'll tell you a story. It's a precious lady, still a part of our church family, been with us almost the whole history of the church. Years ago, I asked her for permission to share the story. I hope the permission still lasts because I'm going to tell it again. She had developed a real dependency on alcohol and fought it and fought it and would win and then have a setback. And she just kept fighting the good fight. And when we moved onto this property and had just half the building, we're on 80 acres and we had just half the building we just got in, her route changed to come to where we were meeting and she had to wait at a stop sign or excuse me, a, a traffic light by a liquor store. And she said her mouth would start to water because of addiction. She could taste it, she could smell it, she'd sweat. She would come to church and she'd be so distracted by that. And in a service I said, the long way is better than the wrong way. And she said, Pastor, I found a whole different route to come to church. Because she no longer wanted to give away her strength. She no, long, no, no longer wanted to give away her joy and her, and her peace. Proverbs 5.9 says, lest you give your honor. It includes in the Hebrew, vigor, strength to others and your years to the cruel one. The following verses after that talks about not only giving away strength, but giving away and losing dignity, accomplishments, wealth, health. Listen, the enemy comes to steal and kill and destroy, and he wants nothing more than for you to be weak and peaceless and joyless. And God Almighty has given you, he is your source to give you all the strength that you need for whatever you would go through. He sees it ahead of time. God saw this day. God saw every day. This morning as we gathered on this stage with the worship team and the tech crew, and we all met together, and I prayed, and I said, you know what I'm aware of this morning? God's seen everything. He knows everything about this day, and we're just showing up. We have to trust him then. He knows what we're going to need for this day. He knows what you need for this week, y'all. And there are things you can control and there are things you cannot control. And the enemy of your soul would just love to get you all upset, get you all distracted, do something in your life so you drain away or give away the strength, the peace and joy that God has for you. Hear me on this. God will give you the strength. Look at me. Do not give it away. We're going we're gonna to do something just a little different here just for a moment. Don't, don't get nervous. We're going to invite the Holy Spirit to speak to every one of us. To just show us. He knows. He knows where maybe you've got a leak in your life. He knows where you've got some things off balance in your life. You keep spilling, dropping that strength, giving that strength away. And I want us to take just a moment. Why don't you go ahead and just bow your head. Just kind of close your eyes. 
Let's take a moment just to get still. I'm gas no moving around, no moving around. Holy Spirit, every one of us right now, we invite you to search us. We want to say to you, first of all, thank you. Thank you that you give us everything we need for life and for godliness. Everything. We express right now no doubt that you have ample supply for everything. Your grace is sufficient for everything. You always give us enough strength, enough peace, enough joy. We want to ask you to forgive us when we've lost that, when we've spent that wrong, when we gave it away, when we drained it off, when we diverted it to other things. And we're asking in this moment for a holy interaction that Holy Spirit, show us. Show us. Forgive us. Help us to fix the leaks. Help us to close the doors that need to be closed. Help us to stop worrying. Help us to cast our cares onto you instead of carrying those cares. Help us to watch our words. Our words are going to build us up or they're going to tear us down. Our words are going to add to our faith or they're going to add to fear. Help us to guard our mouths. Help us to become aware of distraction. Help us to find the long way rather than the wrong way. Lord, convict us and forgive us of besetting sin, of things that we keep doing. We keep going back to and it drains us. Lord, show us where we waste time. Show us where we ignore your promptings. Show us where we're careless. God, reveal to us and convict us, forgive us of areas of compromise in our life. Lord, help us to see maybe companions, acquaintances in our life that we're giving them too much influence. Forgive us, God, when we're negative, when we're prideful. God, help us to not hold grudges. Help us to get the sin of unforgiveness out of our lives. Holy Spirit, show us. I pray that beginning in this moment and throughout this day and for days to come, Holy Spirit, prompt us, quicken us. Help us to see. I'm leaking out my own strength right now. I'm leaking out peace and joy. God, please help us don't, to not give it away. Give us stability. Give us self-control. Produce the fruit of the Spirit. Love, joy, peace, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. And thank you, God, we declare that you're our source. You're our strength. You're our everything. And we're going to steward that well. Holy Spirit, thank you that you're our helper now in the days to come. 
And we thank you for this work in us, beginning now. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said amen. Amen, amen. Can we just thank the Lord? Thank him that he's going to do that work. Thank him that he's going to do that work. Do you get anything at all out of today? Do you get anything at all? All right. Now hear me, hear me real quick. We just ask, I just ask, and I have full expectation that the Holy Spirit is going to kind of ring your bell a little bit. He's going to show you some things. You're going to catch yourself. Don't feel condemned. This is not about condemnation. This is about him showing you. So now, It's like him coaching you. You're going to hit the ball better if you just turn this way a little bit. You're going to feel better if you stop eating that. You know, God, God's going to help you. He loves you. He loves you. And he's going to give you everything that you need. But we got to stop giving it away. And i got to stop or I'm going to repeat the whole message again. All right? All right. Let's go ahead and do this. Come on, everybody stand up with me. Listen, if you don't have Jesus in your life, you need Jesus in your life. Just coming to church is a wonderful thing, but it, it should grow out of that relationship with Jesus. So I want to lead you in a prayer this morning. I've kind of run us out of time. But if you've never received Jesus or you need to get things right with the Lord, I want to everybody pray this prayer with me right now. And then we're going to go out on a song this morning. Pray this with me. Father God, thank you for your love for me. You're everything that I need. And Jesus, I need you. I want you in my life. I receive you now as my Savior, as my Lord. Forgive me of every sin. Cleanse me and make me new. Fill me, help me, strengthen me, and help me to grow in my relationship with you. I love you. I trust you. And I walk now by faith with strength and peace and joy. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Amen. Come on, let's thank the Lord. If, if you received the Lord, if you just prayed that prayer to receive him, will you let us know? Let one of our prayer team members know. Coming back to the Lord, let one of the prayer team members know. I pray that you have an awesome day. Walk in the strength of the Lord. Be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Peace to your house. God bless you. You're dismissed.